You will always have the poor with you, Jesus says, but you won't always have me. I don't like that. I, I don't like hearing Jesus say that. It, it, it sounds uh, like we could take it in any number of ways, but none of them is particularly good. It could be Jesus saying, uh, worry about the poor some other day. Today's my day. Pay attention to me. But that doesn't sound like the Jesus we know and love. So I kind of want to push that out of the way. Or maybe Jesus is just saying in that kind of confident but rather dark way, you're, you're, you're always going to have the poor with you. You're, you're never going to solve that problem. I don't like that either. One of the beautiful things about the Bible, one of the beautiful things about the Word of God is that it's alive. It was breathed by the Spirit and it still is breathed in us and through us. And so I kind of choose tonight and I want to acknowledge the choice that I'm making, I choose to hear those words differently. And I choose to hear them probably in a way that Jesus didn't mean them. But that's how I'm going to hear them tonight. So I'll invite you to hear it. And if you don't like it, you can leave it beside and go back to one of those two other ways or, or another method of hearing it uh, in a minute. I want to invite us to hear Jesus say instead, you will always have the poor with you, but you won't always have me. This Sunday, I mentioned in the sermon that uh, 300 denarii is like 300 days wages for an ordinary worker. You could come to that math any number of ways, but I suggested that if you multiply our minimum wage, which is $9.25 an hour, times eight hours a day, times 300 days, you get $22,200. I'm going to call it 25 because that's a, a round number and with expenses and taxes and who knows what else. Let's just say $25,000. So whatever it is, 22, 25, or anything, Mary takes this jar of $25,000 perfume and she dumps it on Jesus' feet and wipes it with her hair. And Judas, Judas says, why'd you do that? Why didn't you sell it for 300 denarii for $25,000 and give it away for the poor? John, who writes this gospel account, lets us know Judas doesn't deserve any credit for that. John really wants us to know that Judas used to steal the money, that he didn't care about the poor. And maybe that helps us a little bit, but it still doesn't answer the question, which is why is Jesus so, uh, so uh, uh, close-minded when it comes to the poor? Why does Jesus seem to care so much more about his day than the poor's days? But, but the poor's day, but... But as we change those words, as we shift them, if you allow us to do that, I want us to hear today Jesus looking at Judas and saying, Judas, you are always going to have the poor with you because you're not going to have me. Mary, though, gets it. There's something that Mary sees, something that Mary knows that makes it right and good in ways that transcend my understanding, right and good for her to pour out this incredibly costly gift to anoint Jesus' feet. And I want to hold on tonight that what Mary sees is what Judas doesn't. And that what Mary sees is that Jesus is changing everything. And until you can see it, it's always going to feel like the poor around us, the sick around us, the troubled around us will never be 
a problem that can be solved, but that Mary already sees on the other side of what will happen to Jesus. And because Mary is able to see what Jesus is going to do, Mary recognizes that Jesus is the way that poverty is defeated. Jesus is the way that illness is defeated. Jesus is the way that death is defeated. And as I mentioned on Sunday, I suggest that that's because Mary Mary is able to believe in resurrection in a way that Judas isn't. Because just as Luke introduces chapter 12 by telling us that Jesus came to Bethany, to the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead, Luke wants us to know that this isn't just a social call, this is a resurrection visit. We're not to Easter yet, but Mary's there. Jesus hasn't even died yet, and yet Mary can already see what's coming. Why would we pour $25,000 worth of perfume on Jesus? Mary says, why wouldn't we? Because Mary can see what God, what John, what Jesus is inviting us to see. That in Christ, everything changes. Value changes, money changes, importance changes, problems change. Because you know what? If God can bring the dead back to life, all of our problems, all of our circumstances, all of our perspectives begin to shift. There's no more limit. There's no more end. There's no more scarcity. Mary sees it. Judas can't. And so Jesus says, Judas, you're always going to have the poor with you because you don't have me yet. That's not what he says. But that's what I'm holding on to tonight. Because I hear God saying to me, if you can't trust what I am doing in Jesus, the problems in front of you will never have an answer. But if you just look at what I've given you, you'll see that they do. That I've given you all you need through Jesus, to make this world the resurrection life that God envisions it can be. That's God's gift to me and perhaps to us tonight. It's time for prayer. Who would help with prayers? I would love some prayer volunteers.